This week we are talking about commandment number seven, which is do not commit adultery. And we are coming at this from the aspect of the grand positive that is behind the prohibition. Uh, Yesterday we saw that God created us as sexual beings, and I argued that God is more pro-sex than uh, Hugh Hefner. Um, By the way, I think one of the arguments that gets made, and it's again, it's a counterintuitive argument, is that um, God has a more elevated view of sex, and that that those that are into you know free love and hookup culture and pornography and other things, the, the problem is not that it's too focused on sex, it's that it's it's not focused enough. The problem, as one person wrote, I thought very helpfully, the problem with porn is not that it shows too much of a person, but that it shows too little of a person. And so um, uh, I realized that um, this idea that sex is a is a blessing from God is um, is a little bit uh, counterintuitive today. The idea that we can be uh, naked and unashamed is a good thing is is not necessarily what people think that the church has taught. And so uh, I need to acknowledge that there have been times when the church, when some church leaders have taught uh, ways that were very down on sex, but that's because they were reading too much Plato and not enough Paul. Uh, are not enough of, of other biblical writers. So the Greeks had this idea that the physical body was bad. It was less than the, you know, the pure archetype. And you needed to sort of, you needed to be all focused on the, the spiritual or the, you know, the ethereal as opposed to the actual cor- corporeal, tangible physical body. And so that led to this idea that, you know, the, the desires of the flesh are uh, pulling us down as opposed to a little bit more nuanced uh, instruction from Scripture. So, in fact, uh, the Puritans understood this, um, and they were very pro-sex. Their their reputation is quite the contrary, but that's a reputation not based on uh, the facts. Um, the, the, The Puritans were not shy about this. They were very clear that the Bible commanded sex in the context of marriage. And uh, they were known to occasionally put husbands in stocks because they were not having sex with their wives. Uh, I was uh, I was reading that um, uh, that back in the 1950s there was a Yale professor who tried to publish um, certain sermons that the Puritans had preached. This is in the 1950s at Yale, and Yale would not publish them. Yale Press would not publish them because they were considered to be too racy and too scandalous. Hard to imagine that today. But uh, the Bible tells us that God designed sex to be shared between a husband and a wife who are married to each other, that this is to be a source of wonder and delight, that it is uh, a way of creating new life, and it's a way of sort of being a bond, a glue that holds a couple together. These ideas are developed in a number of ways. We see them in Genesis 2.24. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and they shall become one. Um, We see uh, in the Song of Solomon, which is this um, romantic uh, erotic poem uh, that is um, that is in the Bible, celebrating love's intensity. We see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, where Paul suggests that uh, in marriage, a wife's body doesn't belong to her alone, but also to her husband. 
and the husband's body doesn't belong to him alone, but also to his wife, and that they are to not deny each other uh, coming together, uh, except, you know, there may be times, there may be, there may be reasons to, to not come together uh, for a brief period of time, but that they are not to um, give uh, opportunity for temptation. They are to satisfy each other. Uh, I could go on. There are other passages to list. Suffice it to say that God is not a prude. He is more pro-sex than we are. Certainly not, uh, dis- certainly not um, uh, surprised by our sexual desire. He made us that way. Um, he did it not simply for procreation. It doesn't take much imagination for us to come up with a thousand different ways that God could have uh, could have created the procreation of the species if that was the only thing that was involved. So he created us as sexual beings. He did this to bless us and to bond us together. There's a lot more going on here. We'll continue this tomorrow. Have a good day.